to start that and then please wait okay whenever you guys are ready you are more than welcome to get started Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna start I'm gonna start the timer and then start off with the script little script thing that we wrote, kind of. Okay. Um, all right. Hello, my name is Sydney Denninger and I'm part of the Industry News and Events Subcommittee for PRSSA. Thank you for tuning in to this special forum edition of Podcast with the Pros. Today I'm joined with one of my professors at the University of Florida, Pat Ford. Pat also still serves as a senior advisor at Burst and Marsteller while on partial leave of absence. During his 28 years at the firm, he has held positions as varied as U.S. CEO, Asia-Pacific Chair, Global Corporate Practice Chair, and U.S. Corporate Practice Chair. Pat specializes in corporate reputation management, senior executive communications, and issues in crisis management. He is a member of the Board of Advisors of the Planck Center for Leadership in PR, whose mission is to help develop and recognize outstanding diverse PR leaders, role models and mentors to advance ethical public relations in an evolving global society. Thank you so much, Pat, for joining us. How are you today? I'm doing fine, and I'm very happy to be here. Yes. And, uh, I've been looking forward to this. So uh, I hope that uh, our comments can be helpful, and um, I certainly am very dedicated to the mission of PRSSA, and uh, anything I can do to help, I'm happy to do so. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, let's get started. Uh, so the first question we have today is, what inspired you to join the public relations field? Well, I, I joined the public relations field in a different way, I think, than uh, a lot of people do these days, in that I, I really, um, I started out as a newspaper reporter, and I thought that's what I was going to be doing for most of my life. Um, and uh, at some point, about four or so years into that career, I was doing some freelance writing for a group in Washington, and they asked me would I be interested in coming and working with them. Uh, it was a small PR firm, and their main client was a think tank in Washington called the American Enterprise Institute. And I thought that would be really interesting to really dig into uh, public policy, all aspects of public policy, without necessarily having to go into government myself. Right. So I agreed to do that. I didn't even really at the time think of it as a career change to public relations. I thought I was going to take a couple of years, focus on public policy, uh, get used to Washington, and then convert back to journalism in, um, in Washington. Uh, but I got into public relations, and the more I did, the more uh, uh, committed I became and the more uh, compelling I found it because there are so many aspects of, uh, of corporations and, and organizations uh, mission that we not only participate in, but we help drive. And, um, and in many ways, we can be our, the outside perspective that, that helps to inform decisions that are made inside these companies. And um, so I, I gradually just never, uh, I, I gradually just acclimated to public relations. Uh, and, uh, and in 1984, I was on a trip to Japan with this think tank. Uh, we were doing a conference, and wait, 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 wait. Hey, you guys froze on your end. Oh no! What, what 
Um, maybe I was like forty-five seconds ago. Okay. Um. So maybe just start just when you said that you went to Japan. Maybe just like take like a two-second break and then go back into that paragraph. Um. And then just start over. Because when you started telling that part of your story, it sounded like you guys were underwater. Okay. okay. Well, let me, uh, let me just ask this. Would it, would it be better for your recording if we just dialed you on a landline phone here? Um, well, I recorded on my computer and on a voice recorder. Um, so that might be the only trouble I won't have both recordings to fall back on okay. if that makes sense yeah sure um, computer's the best bet. yeah okay um whatever is best for you okay sorry about that no it's okay technology <laughs> has a mind yeah. of its own so <laughs> all right <laughs> all right so uh i guess go from the japan part right, so okay. give it a pause for a couple seconds right in 1984 i I was in Japan for a uh, conference that this think tank was holding. And while I was there, a mutual friend introduced me to Harold Burson. And at that point, I had never heard of Harold Burson or really of Burson Marsteller. They were, st they were still relatively new to Washington. And I, I was not thinking of myself in those days as being part of the public relations field. But part of what inspired me to get into public relations more fully and be make a long-term commitment to it was when I when I then met Harold Burson and started to hear about his what he was doing in this field and how admired he was by so many people in business and government I started to think that this maybe this is a, a career to really start to build toward uh, and so I then was heading all the external affairs for this think tank for a number of years when a few years later, in 1989, someone from Burson Marsteller called me and said they have a need here at uh, Burson Marsteller, and it's to run a new account they have, and the senior person on that account is Harold Burson. And pretty much they had me at hello. Uh, you know, it didn't even matter what they were going to pay me. I, I, I decided that, that really meeting him a few years earlier was a pivotal moment in my career, maybe in my life, be, not just because of anything that happened in that interaction, but it was what followed that, what, how I became more intrigued by this business and um, and inspired by what he was doing in this business. So when they told me I'd be working directly with him, my feeling was I'll go to Burson Marsteller for maybe two years, like a graduate degree, yeah, sure. and work with Yoda, yeah. and, uh, and, and then decide at that point, did I want to stay in this field or do something else? And... 28 and a half years later, I'm still at Burson Marsteller, well, part-time now, uh, and I'm certainly still in public relations, and I'm really thrilled about it. And I, I mention the story that way because so often when I'm, when I'm mentoring young professionals and students, uh, they, I, I sense a lot of stress that they feel because they're not sure what they're going to do in yes, the long term, absolutely. and they're not sure this is the right thing for them. And I, I feel like maybe it's reassuring that somebody that's spent more than three decades in this profession, you know, a few years ago, before decades, uh, and has loved every minute of it. I've literally never had a boring moment 
um, which was kind of my goal. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, I, it was never really about money for me. It was about staying engaged and being involved in really important things. And um, and so it's been a great uh, ride, and it's not over. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So um, since we're talking about uh, Harold Burson, um, is there a piece of advice that uh, he gave you that really stood out to you and really, um, you know, was a pivotal moment in your career? Yes. Um, uh, so first of all, Harold Burson, who is the uh, founder, co-founder of Burson Marsteller, he, he is he is 96 and a half years old. He still comes to the office at least three or four days a week. Sure. He's just published a memoir called The Business of Persuasion, which I would highly recommend uh, to all of your um, constituents. Uh, and um, and I think the, the, in many ways, uh, he's been my most valuable mentor through the years. And we've, we've worked together for all these years and been friends. Uh, but really what I've learned from him is less about the ins and outs of public relations. I mean, I've learned a lot about that from him. But the more important part is what I've learned about being a better person. Sure. About being a better professional. And I remember uh, a, a person in the public relations field was was uh, receiving a big award in um, in uh, from the public relate from the Arthur Page Society, and. He, as he gave his address, he talked about what he saw as the future of public relations. And then at the end of that, he said, I really want to single out two people for thanks um, for my being standing up here. And the first person was someone that did research with him and he thanked her. He said, the second person is Harold Burson. And here's what I would say about him. 30 years ago, Harold Burson put his arm around me and he never let go. And... I thought, you know, that's how I feel about him too. And, and what I, what I realized is partly inspired by him and also partly inspired by some other mentors of mine, uh, through the years, I've really, I've really considered it an important part of my professional development and my professional success to, to engage with, with mentors at, at different levels and at different uh, areas of expertise. So for me, my mentors have not only been bosses or, or senior people that I've dealt with, a lot of my valuable mentors have been junior people on the teams I'm on who maybe helped me, uh, for recent years, helped me figure out millennials. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Who, who helped me in, in uh, a number of years there with social media. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've always tried to maintain a, a, a 360 mentoring relationship or, or a number of them so that it's there's reverse mentoring as much as much advice as I'm giving them they're giving me uh, and that's been very helpful especially I think with things like social media and others that that you know I, I, I was already way past taking training programs on these things when they came along and I yeah, needed training uh, but I got the training from my mentors uh, including by the way when I was running our business in Asia it, uh, my my two reverse mentors there for the most of the time I was in Asia uh, were in one case the head of our uh, digital and social media team in Beijing and the other is the head of our social media team in India. Uh, and especially for the one in Beijing, uh, in addition to helping me learn more about China, he really helped me learn about the Chinese social media ecosystem, which is much different from the rest of the world because the government of China blocks 
a lot of the rest of the world's social media. Yeah, so sure. They block Facebook, they block Twitter, and they block YouTube, and so on. So, if I was, you know, one of the really interesting things when I was there was learning more about that from from Joe Peng, our uh, our guy in Beijing, and, uh, and uh, I'll never forget his um, advice, and uh, and we still have a very um, ongoing relationship. So uh, I think that's really uh, what's most inspired me and and, and uh, motivated me from my experience with Harold is that um, I've, I've, I've tried to put as much time and effort into helping uh, with both my clients and my colleagues and, uh, and others in our profession to, uh, to share experiences that I have and, and, and invest in, uh, in our mutually beneficial development together. And if you look at it that way, I think it can help a lot of people. Yeah, he has, and I've tried to. Absolutely, yeah, that was a great answer. Thank you. Um, so I do have a question about the Plank Center. Um, so how are you involved with the Plank Center, and what resources does it offer to students? Okay. Sorry, I'm at work and my boss just like came out and she's like, where's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sorry. That's okay. I was just, I'll, I can ask the question again. It was like perfect. Time. Go ahead. Sorry for an interruption. All right. Um, all right. So how are you involved with the Plank Center and what resources does it offer to students? First of all, let me just say, I think the Plank Center is one of the most important organizations in our field. Um, uh, Betsy Plank is is one of the great uh, heroes in public relations ever, uh, and um, and so I only knew her from afar when she was still practicing, and uh, when when they set up the uh, Plank Center for Leadership, uh, it, which was probably about eleven or twelve years ago, I, I first got involved just in my at that time I was the re regional CEO for Burson Marsteller mm -hmm. and. They called me when they set it up, and they were they were basically looking for organizations to get involved in it and to uh, uh, participate in their uh, their programs. And uh, so, um, so in, in their first year, they started giving these awards called the uh, uh, Milestones in Mentoring Awards, uh, and uh, they give them for a variety of individuals in the agency side and in house and young emerging leaders. Sure. And then they give one that they call a legacy award, which is for lifetime lifetime dedication to mentoring. <laughs> and the first year they had that, it was jointly to Harold Burt, Dan Edelman, and Al Golan. And I was at that dinner, and I was very inspired by both what they discussed, but also the idea that we have this organization whose mission is promote mentoring and promote the professional development of students. Yeah. which was a great passion for Betsy Plank. And so I, I, I had been involved in a number of things with PRSSA up to there, but but not. But after that I really became, I, she, she motivated me post, you know, posthumously. She, after she passed away, she motivated me as I really came to understand all she put into developing PRSA, helping develop PRSA yeah. and, 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 and being devoted to students. So I stayed in touch with them. I attended as many of those as I could. And then while I was in Asia, 
one of the board members called me and said, and this was 2014, they wanted to give that legacy award to me, which I was surprised by, but very touched and, and honored. And uh, so I came, when I came back, they gave me that award and, and Harold Burson presented it to me, by the way. Which oh, was wow. Very nice. That's great. And, um, and I, I just really got involved in the plank activities then, and they then inv they invited me to join the board. So uh, now I've been on the board for about two years, and um, and I'm trying to do everything I can to help with that mission, uh, and which is an important one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that question and uh, your response kind of leads into another question I have. Um, so not only have you mentored people in the field, but now as a professional in residence at the University of Florida, you're mentoring uh, your students. So um, what inspired you to join the education field as a professor? It's interesting because I mentioned that when I got into the public relations field, I didn't really think of myself as getting into the public relations field. Sure. And, uh, and now I'm in the academic field. Uh, and I didn't really think of myself as getting into that. Uh, <laughs> Probably <and> never. <laughs> right. Well, I, you know, I, I, not because I didn't want to, but sure. because um, when I finished college, I, I started out in law school, but decided I, I didn't want to be a lawyer and I didn't want to stay in there. I wanted to be a reporter. So I quit law school and always thinking I would go back and get a master's in something. Uh, and uh, I just never did. I got busy and blinked my eyes and 30 some odd years later, I, I don't have an advanced degree. So frankly, I didn't think this was a field that would be open to me. Uh, but then uh, here at the University of Florida, which is really a fantastic program, I know this program very well. I already knew the dean, the associate dean, a uh, number of the faculty members. I know a great, I know many, many uh, alumni of uh, University of Florida. Uh, and and in recent years, especially since I've gotten more involved in Plank um, and in some of the other organizations I'm involved in, like the LeGrant Foundation, which helps diverse uh, students uh, develop their careers. Um, I've also become just more aware and, and familiar with and, and participated in to some extent a lot of other university programs as well, like University of Alabama, University of Georgia, University of Syracuse, and, and uh, DePaul University and others. And I've really been incredibly impressed with how much stronger these programs are and how much more advanced the students, especially those that are involved in organizations like PRSSA, how more advanced they are than, than not only back when I was in school, because people weren't even thinking about that as much then, but even just, just in the past 10 years or 15 years, I've seen tremendous enhancement in communications programs and, uh, and, um, and particularly at some of the uh, leading schools. So when they called me and, and they, they basically have a program here called professional in residence. Uh, so my, my lack of an advanced degree didn't matter. Um, uh, they would have preferred it, but it didn't, wasn't required. And they called me and asked, uh, would you consider taking a year leave of absence from Burson and come and teach? And it took me seconds to uh, be excited by that idea. I mean, I was excited right away. And um, it's a, it's the right time in my life. I, I, um, I, I'm at a point where I still plan to work for another 10 years or so, but it was, a, it was, but I've been doing this for a, you know, a long time. So having the opportunity to teach and especially to be engaged with all these bright students here and get more involved in 
in, in the programs that are uh, endemic to uh, institutions such as this. Uh, it's been just a tremendous honor and, uh, and uh, a great experience. And I hope it helps me even more to undertake my missions with regard to mentoring and professional development for young talent, especially diverse young talent. Sure, and yeah, let me just say that here at the University of Florida, um, the students in the public relations department, once we heard your name that you were coming, you know, everybody jumped at the chance. Everybody wants to come in your office hours and get some of your advice. So we're really happy to have you here. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so maybe on a lighter note, um, I want to ask you, what has been your favorite PRSSA or PRSA memory? I would say um, I would I would go right to the PRSSA. Not not that I haven't enjoyed everything I've done with PRSA, but um, but I really think this organization, which obviously has been around for a long time, fifty years now, right? Uh, um, but I didn't know about it when I was when I was um, uh, when I was in school, and um, and I I'm I'm just very I'm very um, energized by what this organization is doing and for uh, in several of the uh, the national conferences uh, I've been on panels and uh, and so I would say what's been most enjoyable for me has been being at these conferences in Washington and uh, Atlanta and Boston uh, getting to know so many students uh, uh, I, I spoke on a panel at the National Conference in Atlanta a couple of years ago, that where there was it was one of those. Uh, it was a session put on by the Planck Center, and there were probably about five hundred. Seemed like there were about five hundred students there, and um, and quite a few of them followed up with me, which, as you know from my class, because we talk about this in our class, yeah. I keep trying to tell people, you know, you, you need to. You need to really seize the the opportunities when you meet people in the field, because um, there are so many different ways that that effort and that investment of your time and and um, commitment will uh, yield returns. Um, and um, and so um, so I've I've I now have quite a few uh, ongoing relationships, mentoring relationships with students and that who are now young professionals uh, that um, who I met at, at PRSSA events. And uh, I've also, by the way, when, when all of you do graduate, you, I hope, will become involved in the young professionals uh, initiatives that PRSA does. And I've got to say, I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, a number of the, uh, I've done a number of things with, with the uh, young professionals groups in uh, New York and Washington, and uh, and it's great, and I, I'm I'm really excited by it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what advice do you have for students interested in working for an agency? I think uh, well, first of all, my my bias is that early in your career, uh, obviously, I've worked most of my career in in, a, in an agency side, um, so I'm biased that way. But I feel like whether you whether you want to stay in an agency for the long term, if if you can work out something in the first two or three years or four years, whatever of your career, uh, where you're in an agency where they've got where first of all this is public relations is their business, and you're getting exposure to a lot of different aspects of that 
uh, of, of public relations, and you're getting exposed to a lot of a lot more senior talent that you can develop um, uh, ongoing mentoring relationships with. Uh, then I think that's really beneficial. I think it's as valuable as 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 your advanced degree will be. Um, and the difference is, instead of having to pay for that degree, you'll actually get paid by the agency. Uh, and uh, um, and so I think um, my advice would be uh, there there are so many uh, opportunities through groups like PRSSA and also uh, through a lot of the university programs at places like University of Florida. Um, where they do agency tours at, uh, in different cities. I would just say every time you have an opportunity to do that, seize it. Uh, every time you go to a professional or a PRSSA event and somebody from one of these agencies is speaking there, get their cards and follow up with them because even if that's not going to be your long-term career, they're just they're, they're, they're great vehicles for networking. And, uh, and I think just um, you know, try and focus on where, where will you find people that that you can envision being uh, very helpful mentors? Uh, and because people want to be helpful, they get busy, and sometimes they don't always do it, but they they want to. And I think if you if you um, uh, reach out to, to those organizations, you're gonna you're gonna get that mentoring. And so where will you have the best opportunities to learn and to get exposed to the, the business? And you know, focus less on is this what I'm going to spend the rest of my life on? Because it's probably not. You're probably going to do something other than what you're doing when you first get out of school. So the real important thing in those first few years is learn. Just soak up all that uh, uh, opportunity and knowledge, and um, and then you know while you're once you get inside the agencies, uh, it, it's many of the agencies. Certain Burson Marcella over the years, we have a lot of programs for for uh, entry-level professionals and for interns. Uh, we have a great program for interns, mm-hmm. in fact. But I still believe you, 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 need to, you need to go beyond whatever they're actually offering. And, um, and I can tell you over the years, some really impressive professionals, or students, start, starting when they were students, who figured out some way, uh, the right ways, to get on the radar of different people in our business. And... I look around now, and now I see many of those individuals who are running communications departments at companies and running big parts of agencies or running agencies. And you could see that they were going to head that way just by how entrepreneurial and enterprising and um, um, and you know eager to learn that they were when they were first starting out. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Great answer. Thank you. Um, how would you... Well, so, so, hold on, Sydney. We're right inside. We're, like, about 25 and a half minutes with actual content. So, I would recommend picking one of the two diversity questions, unless you guys can combine them into one answer, and then just asking the why they should join PRSSA, PRSA question. Yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna ask, uh, what has been the thing you're, you're most... Get that out of the um, what has been the thing you are most proud of that further developed diversity inclusion in our industry? Because I feel like that the next question kind of builds on that. So I think that's like a good baseline. And I agree. And yeah, the number the number 10 question that we always ask. Yes. Okay. okay. Perfect. What has been the thing you are most proud of that further developed diversity and inclusion in our industry? 
for me, uh, the uh, let me say first of all, uh, part of what I've done is within my own firm and within the PR profession, been a zealous advocate for more focus on diversity and inclusion, um, and part because of that, that's why PR Week and the PR Council gave me this diversity champion award last year because people could see that beyond whatever it was going to do for a short-term gain, I really believe that the, the, this profession and the, the communications professions generally, PR, advertising, marketing, just are not reflective enough of the, of the full uh, breadth of our society. And we're only going to be better when we, when we, when we do reflect that. So part of that is, is, helping more uh, diverse talent to find our industry and and to uh, get their foot in the door. And I've tried to do that through a number of organizations like Plank, PRSSA, the Laurent Foundation, and others. Uh, and uh, and then it's the focus on inclusion. Inclusion meaning meaning retention and making, making sure you're building a more inclusive workplace. And so I've been a big uh, mover of programs uh, like diversity councils and, and employee resource groups and 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 driving um, meaningful discussion within the workplace and and opportunities for diverse talent to to feel like they belong and to feel like they have a real future and then finally, I just say I also can possibly to uh, wait you guys did leadership like you guys did the water thing again I heard future and then it cut out oh no okay like but if you just can like wait a second and then I'll be able to cut out the dead space and just do you remember the like the last sentence that you said that remember that ended with future? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like your last just repeat your last thought essentially. Like your last like the last thing you were trying to communicate. I was talking about inclusion mm -hmm. uh, and retention uh, of talent and making, making, uh, helping diverse talent to feel that the public relations profession is a welcome space for them and, mm -hmm. and a profession that in which they can, they can thrive and grow and have a real future. Um, and, um, and, uh, so that what, what I'm most, um, proud of so far, but also most eager to continue is, is, uh, that mission. Great. Why do you encourage students to join PRSSA and PRSA? For a couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, uh, much more so than when I first got in the business and even, even much more so than even 15 or uh, 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, this is a very competitive profession. Uh, when, when people are coming into it, we expect, we expect that you've had really valuable um, internships, that you've shown a dedication to a professional uh, career and professional development, and, and that you've had opportunities to demonstrate that leadership and, and writing ability and, and social media ability and so many other uh, credentials that are going to be essential to success in this business. And for me, uh, if I were going to really point to one of the most encouraging uh, developments in recent years, it's been how much more important PRSSA is to that. I don't understand why anybody who wants to have a future in public relations 
at any school is not active in PRSSA. You're, you, the, the short-term gain and what you learn and the, and, the, and the relationships you develop in and of itself is worth whatever they, uh, the, uh, the sacrifices one has to make. But what that says about you and what it's going to say about you as you get started in your professional career is hard to even quantify. It's, you know, it, it's, it's a proof point behind your assertion that you will be a great PR person in the future. And, um, and so I would, I would just say to every student, and I, and I do say to every student I know, get involved in PRSSA, get involved in meaningful roles in that organization, and then take that right straight through to the young professionals group in uh, PRSA. And then, um, and then eventually with PRSA, uh, there's just so many areas of professional development and, 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 and industry connections that you can make. Why would you not be doing that? Yeah, absolutely. I think that answer summed up the mission and vision that um, PRSSA has for all students. So thank you for that. Well, let me say to PRSSA, bravo. Uh, I think, I, I, again, uh, going back to the earliest days of it, which I've learned a lot about more in recent years, thanks to Betsy Plank. And through to today, with all, with I've, I've got a great relationship with uh, the with actually the the current and recent uh, national presidents of PRSSA who are exceptional individuals, and um, and it's just a great organization. All right, Pat, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your wisdom. To hear more episodes of Podcast for the Pros, visit PRSSA's Progressions. Okay. Is there any answer that you want to change or you want to modify or this is this is where you get to have kind of your say on what you want to keep, what do you what you want to change, anything like that? Well, let me say this. I um, other than I sometimes get too loquacious, uh, uh, I, I certainly fine with the answers I gave. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they'll come through with some of the reporting problems and maybe Mm-hmm. Maybe we should even have that discussion after you see what actually okay. in capture. Um, let me ask you to did I not say anything that you needed me to do on this? No, I think it was great. Or or like just from like my perspective. And uh, Natalie and I were talking last night, I believe it was, mm-hmm. or two Mon- nights ago or something. Monday night, yeah. Yeah. And um when I was asking her, you know, how they usually go and like the order of the questions, she was like it's okay if, like, you, like, jump around. <laughs> and I think 